Good morning, Mr. Khan. Good morning, Mr. Kaler. Welcome to our third episode of the Kaler and Khan podcast. Highly uh, anticipated, of course. Yes, and this is a quick turnaround time because we wanted to get this to drop for Valentine's Day. This is Kaler and Khan. Fall in love. An exploration of Valentine's Day. So <laughs> once again, thank you to everybody who's been listening. Um, quick reminder, give us a like, subscribe to whatever podcast platform you have been listening to us on. It helps. And with that, let's get into Valentine's Day. Sure. So um, I guess we'll begin by talking about the history of it. Why is it called Valentine's Day, Mr. Khan? Well, uh, there was and is a St. Valentine based on possibly several people, not just one individual. My uh, favorite odd fact about St. Valentine is that of the historical figures that could have been St. Valentine, uh, two of them had their heads cut off by Claudius II, <laughs> uh, Roman Emperor. So who or what was St. Valentine? I think the, the stories for both are, are quite fascinating. I mean, the, guy, the story that I like, you talk about these multiple stories, the story I like is the point that there is a priest by the name of Valentine, um, early third century AD, and Claudius winds up passing an edict that says none of his Roman soldiers are gonna be allowed to be married. And lo and behold, here comes a priest Val, uh, Father Valentine, and he winds up secretly marrying the Roman soldiers. Claudius gets wind of that, and then, of course, Valentine gets martyred for the cause. Yeah, you can't defy love. It. Martyred for love. That, yeah, you can't defy the emperor's orders. Um, now, why uh, unmarried soldiers? What was Claudius's thinking there? Well, because he thought that. Unmarried soldiers would be more virile, they'd be more aggressive. Mm. And of course, if you have an army that has to defend an empire, you want good soldiers. You know, I think Mickey said something similar to Rocky in the first movie before the big <laughs> fight with that, Apollo. That's I think, correct, that's I think correct. So. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Um, now, uh, let me throw out the question to you. Yes, sir. So we think, of course, in contemporary society, we think of Valentine's Day, the first thing that pops into your head is? Uh, cards, uh, chocolates, flowers. There you go. Jewelry. One of the most basics is Valentine's Day cards. Yes. How did that come about? When does it come about? Uh, can I go with that? Heck yeah. All right, so uh, it's thought that it is, again, going back to, hearkening back to our first podcast, it's going back to the Victorian era. Uh, the Valentine's Day cards, uh, 17th century. They tended to be handmade, very elaborate handmade cards. Nice. And then of course that winds up fast forwarding into the, uh, the late eight, uh, the mid 1800s, early 1900s. And then of course the question is, and this was going to be a question that I threw out to you. All right. Um, who do you think is responsible <laughs> for the first <laughs> <laughs> that idea of a studio, I think it's necessary. I think so. We need or, a little or privacy. Or just a closet somewhere. A soundproof closet. So, Kaylor, we were in a rush to get this out in a two-week turnaround, which was uh, pretty pretty quick. 
So we were meeting after school uh, to record a few segments, and unbeknownst to you, as you began to pose your thought-provoking question to me, uh, there was a custodian or a teacher peering through the frosted glass window. You couldn't see it because your of back our was studio, to, right? And you couldn't see it because your back was to the door, and you had no idea you were being scrutinized. And Kayla, I've discovered that you have quite a level of fame and notoriety. Uh, when we were out in the store, we ran into, I mean, you were spotted, you were recognized. Paparazzo! <laughs> oh, hello. Making good decisions. Yeah. How are you? Unavoidable, Mr. Khan. Well, at least somebody's making good decisions. It may not be us. And Mr. Kaler, the, the privacy needs uh, became apparent, although it was a welcome uh, disruption to the recording process when our friend and colleague, Mr. Graining, popped in. Yes, quite uh, quite a surprise. And and we were very enthusiastic. You know, we 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 gave. As him was head. he. Yes, yes. Well, here's the audio. No countdown. It's live. Oh, it's live. All Mr. right, Mr. Graney, what's going on? Not much. I'm looking forward to another fantastic version of Kaler and Khan. That what? is actually, and to see the magic happening is just. I mean, I feel privileged. fantastic. That might and, be an overstatement. And listen, uh, this next podcast episode. Uh, if you haven't gotten a Valentine's Day card yet, and you're a guy, so you haven't, uh, <laughs> we have the definitive Kaler and Khan guide to selecting the perfect Valentine's card. Oh, yeah. because who would it. take advice from us <laughs> two idiots? <laughs> I would, actually. I Absolutely. Would. So mark me down as part of that yeah. column. Maybe the only one, but I will take it. Yeah, we're, gladly. We're as qualified as any of the idiots who are giving <laughs> advice out there. No truer words spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, but I'm one of those. I'm one of those idiots following the idiots. So I was going to say, like it. Yeah, broken clock is right twice a day. So, Kaler, I like those odds for us. That's it. You know, Circus listen. of the absurd. And, and then it's a little, little silence experiment. I can find out if your if your advice works. There you go. <laughs> because, uh, enjoy. Not 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 liable for for actions taken based on this podcast. Getting a subpoena anytime soon. <laughs> But back to the subject of Valentine's Day yes, cards. the cards. Um, synonymous with holiday cards? What name are we talking about? Hallmark. Hallmark, of course. And it's thought that they were first to have started selling Valentine's Day cards in 1913. So, Kayla, we found ourselves wandering into our local CVS in early February. All right, here we go. All right. A lot of stuff. The, well, we are early. That's true. I don't think I've ever been this early, <laughs> which is pretty bad. Plenty of stuffed animals. So, Kayla, as we can hear, uh, you and I, not good about getting out and uh, taking care of the shopping early, are we? No. In fact, uh, as I said, it was the first time I think ever in my married life that I was out that early. Which made me feel good. Absolutely. Listen, I think we can definitively say to our listeners, our podcast will make you a better person. <laughs> so, Kayla, we made our way over to the greeting card section, and we started to strategize. How do you pick the perfect card? Which I think, once again, our listeners can learn a lot about how to select the perfect Valentine's card from our deliberations. <laughs> sure. I mean, it really could when you think about it. It could depend on the day. You having a bad day? you're not gonna really get that sentimental card. You're having a fun, positive day? Sure, throw in some laughter. And if you're unsure, I think you just ask yourself, 
WWKNKD, <laughs> what would Kaylin Khan do? Let me just go back and listen to that no, maybe podcast. Not. <laughs> well, you know, hey, 15 minutes of advice, good or bad, it won't take a lot of your time. At least, at least that part of your day, you didn't waste. Uh, now, Khan, where are you a serious or more sentimental? Uh, I tend to go more of the jokey kind. <laughs> exactly. Because otherwise, it gets too close to real emotion. <laughs> Where do I start? Well, I would, you know, wife. Wife uh, would be the daughters? place to begin. Well, that's I'm true. I'm gonna there. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna start there first. Can't go wrong with Charles Schultz. It's either Charles Schultz or... Disney? Disney. Yeah. Oh, the pop-out seemed to be the uh, prevalent card. Well, because you get more for your card, for your money. <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought you just bought a regular three by five card and then all of a sudden it's what a bargain. The, what about the cards though with the uh, tunes that when you open it, the tunes play? Uh, computer chip supply chain shortage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little over the top-ish. <laughs> Maybe a little too young. I think this one actually, whoop, this one actually would work for me. It's not too schmaltzy. Uh, just the rabbit on the cover and a little bit of a pop out with all the days but that would take more than just a day i think that's the acceptable level for okay. me okay i think that'll right. work the older daughter and younger daughter now i'm thinking older daughter a little bit more serious um i'm not feeling that what about a spider-man <laughs> <laughs> the one that's his son yeah no. just accidentally get one that's his son your daughter will be like what all right okay now comes no. the tough one yeah you know what i might get this Okay. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this one also. And in the process, you're gonna take apart the display. <laughs> like some of the cards I would say are repentant. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've, I'm a Luddite. I've never, I haven't done anything before. Please forgive me. Yeah. I'm not I'm very handy. Yeah. Um, I'm barely around, but yeah. please love me anyway. Yeah. Oh, killer. Oh. Look at this. This is like the coupons that, right, for your that, one date night, one back rub. Mm. One movie night in. One day is 100% the boss. Okay. Wild card. That? I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think as we go along, it gets more and more serious. So clearly, Kaler, uh, very difficult to find just the right card. Well, you know what? I learned, uh, I think, a lesson I'm going to use from now on uh, from you. Oh. And it was um, the pop-out cards <laughs> are the best. <laughs> Uh, for the simple explanation that it is, quote unquote, more. More for your money. <laughs> um, but then, uh, gosh, we wound up running into some cards that we just didn't know how to even communicate the content to the listeners. All right, this, I'm a little concerned about this. You open this up. <laughs> yeah. And I, this is actually yeah. a less is, less is less kind of scenario. <laughs> that's not going to work. Yeah, that's a little too, like, <sighs> Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen. No. Okay. I, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... The eloquence speaks for itself. Wow. So, a pair of squirrels. A pair of squirrels. One offering the other. An acorn. Yeah. An acorn. And saying, what's mine is yours. <laughs> Very nice. Hello. <laughs> Compounding the difficulty, Kaler, uh, we discovered that your pet can send you a valentine. And I'm going to say from the recording, when I was listening to it, it almost sounded like you didn't realize it was a card from the dog. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a little, you had to open it up. Indeed. You know what? This actually could work. But I mean, that's like funny from the dog. <laughs> Do you buy Valentine's Day cards from your dog to people in your family? Well, this one says right here. From? By someone who loves you. Oh. Well, here, look. You see my daughter? From the cat. <laughs> you know what? So, we're talking about uh, cards. Can we go on to the other most favorite thing? Absolutely. Chocolate. Mm. What is a Valentine's Day without a nice box of chocolate? Um, what's amazing, and I did a little bit of research here, on average, just under 60 million pounds of chocolate are sold yearly. Talk about creating a nation of diabetics. Yeah, is that global or just the US? US. Yeah. And, and the big question is, and this is a question I'm gonna to pose to you, why are chocolates, why were, why did they become so popular here in America? Now, is it, I'll throw this out to you, mm -hmm. is it because of that potential aphrodisiac quality? Or is it because of, and I think you're gonna side with this, mm -hmm. is it because of the lull in the candy industry between Christmas and Easter? Oh. Chocolate companies or candy companies in general are going to have that big lull there. You know, it's not. You got to keep the businesses afloat, Mr. It's Kong. At the risk of drawing the wrath and the ire of big chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to side with uh, big candy was looking for a way to to sell more, to move more product. You getting any chocolates or? Ooh, um, like you know what? I think I'll get something for my daughter. Little, a little. I'm gonna get some for my daughter to send in her care package. Let's see, she likes Hershey's Kisses. Uh, see, I'm gonna look at the bags. Bags of chocolate. Oh, and look, there's a bag of Hershey's Kisses. There you go. Pink colored. Look at the way they spelled cream. C R E M. Ah, uh, the old, the Canadian way, eh? I'm a firm believer in milk chocolate. The more, the better. I don't know the candy heart. Wow. Decisions. Or do you just Whoa. get the generic wow? That is a really big box of gourmet truffles. That says, Jiminy Crickets. Hi, I'm a diabetic. They've got the Cadbury mini eggs out, but they don't have the cream eggs out yet. <sighs> Decisions. Maybe something whimsical like the box that says, you rock. I think she'd throw it in my face. You could go with like the animal motif. There's cute kittens or puppies snuggling. She would like that. Mm -hmm. But it's, I'm not a fan of Russell Stover. Both or just Russell? Or maybe <laughs> Stover's the one who offended you. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna get this. So I have a question. Yeah. One other quick question. Um, can you, do you know who is responsible? Who's credited with creating? Witches. The Sorry. first <laughs> Valentine's Day box of chocolate. And I know you know this because we talked about it the other day when we were shopping. So, I mean, it's either Russell Stover or Whitman. No. Your favorite type of chocolate. Cadbury? There you go. No. Richard Stop it. Cadbury in the 1840s. You know what? I will tell you something. Um, Cadbury chocolates, I think are perhaps more popular 
in Canada. Of course. Uh, I, I tend to. Of course. I tend to. You know, I see the more. The English connection. Yeah, yeah. There the you ang- go. Anglophilia. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of good old American chocolate from Milton Hershey. My favorite being chocolate peanut butter cups. Nice. But that's Reese's. Yeah, but that's part. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Mix that. Nixon, good old-fashioned Hershey chocolate bar. Are you getting some kind of kickback I'm not aware of? <laughs> My apologies, Mr. Hershey. You remember in elementary school when you're a youngster and you get everybody, all the kids hand out those little boxes of those candies, those very sweet candies, the sweetheart candies, they call them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the ones with the messages, the messages on, them. on them. Yeah. yeah. The be mine or kiss me. Yeah. Well... That started in 1902 with a company uh, up in New England called the New England Confectionery Company. Mm. Now, you know, Kayla, I had an idea for my own sort of line of you know, sweetheart-ish candy with messages <laughs> on it, but it would be more of like a science-oriented thing, like, you're like a logarithmic function. <laughs> I mean, these would have to be big candies, yeah. you know. but uh, I think it would... And s- what would they be made out of? Well, sugar. Sugar. Okay. Not high fructose corn syrup. Oh, mm. okay. That would be the real deal. All right. <laughs> Very niche niche market, kind of like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, we go from chocolate to flowers, the flower industry. More cutthroat. This was another figure that I, I thought was absolutely amazing. Americans spend almost $22 billion dollars on flower, uh, uh, they, they spend $22 billion on Valentine's Day, of which $2 billion is on flowers. That's a huge industry. Hi, I was wondering if you could tell me how much a dozen long stem red roses are. Uh, tomorrow? Uh, bouquet is fine. Okay, 85. And could you also tell me for Valentine's Day as well? Okay. Okay, and 115 for Valentine's. Okay, great. Thank you very much. You too. Bye-bye. We picked the wrong career. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you think it would take for us to become horticulturalists? Uh, well, you need to buy the land. Mm. And that's the expensive part. And then again, I know nothing about growing roses. So we're moving to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> but that is amazing. I mean, flowers... You know, you think of red roses as being synonymous with Valentine's Day, and 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 that goes back to the, you know, the the Roman goddess of, of Venus, uh, the goddess of love. That was supposedly red was her supposedly her favorite uh, color. Okay. You know, of course, all those roses have different meanings on Valentine's Day. Oh, can you crack the code for us so we don't accidentally send the wrong rose? Well, I mean, you know, red is supposed to represent passion. Pink, from what I understand, is supposed to symbolize gratitude and appreciation. And white, of course, is purity and everlasting love. Gotcha, all right. Right, and then as we were wrapping things up, Mr. Kaler, you thought of one last trivia question that did honestly stump me. You had to give me a little hand signal to give me the correct uh, number monarch. for the monarch. Yes. Right, right. I got the name on my own, but then yes. I was out to sea uh, when it came to his sequential serial number. 
<laughs> just a few hundred years. Ah, uh, you know. Does that matter anymore? Apparently not. Uh, on that oh, note. Another quick question. Uh, okay. Another quick, uh, see if you know this. Let's see. Who was the person that made, that declared Valentine's Day, the first person to declare Valentine's Day a holiday? And I think once, I think once you hear it, you're right. gonna, Let's know you're gonna understand why. American? Uh, no. Hmm. Let's go back to our, uh, our ancestors. English? Yes. Okay. So it's somebody who had the power to declare things, so we're talking about somebody in the monarchy. There you go. King George. No. Matt, not Matt. Earlier. Earlier. Uh, Charles? The second? Early. Uh, a little bit, no, a little bit later. Uh, who came after Charles? 16th century. Big fat guy. Oh! Uh, oh. Gilbert and Sullivan. Henry, Henry. Which one? Henry the fourth. The eighth. Yes. The guy who he kind of offed his wife. Yeah. That's the, uh, not a good Valentine. And started the Protestant church. Church, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Kaler, that brings us to the end of yet another voyage across the seas of absurdity. <laughs> Episode three. Episode three. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. This was a little bit of a supersized jumbo bonus Valentine's edition for you, our listeners. And remember, give us a like, subscribe to whatever podcasting platform you prefer, and we will see you next time. Mr. Kaler? Mr. Khan. Oh. Live long and prosper. <laughs>